it, <laughs> I don't know. SNL, SNL is definitely that weird thing that... It's definitely that thing where you have to care... Or not have to care, but, like, you have to find the cast that you like. Yes. That's like, it like, goes through, like, yeah, like, the pits and valleys where, like, some casts are just, like, on point and some are... Yeah. I, I don't remember the years that I... I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was when Seth Myers was still on as, like, um, I remember there was, like, a, a period in there that I enjoyed, and then... Uh, like a good chunk that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. Oh. I don't think it's been until maybe recently that I've kind of been like, okay, I think SNL is kind of funny again. Yeah, it was my favorite of like the weekend update anchors, mm-hmm. and I think that's why like his late night show is just so yeah. hysterical to me because it's just such deadpan humor but like also just wacky out there humor yeah like especially during the pandemic where he was like you know what like fuck it <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed like him i really enjoyed stephen colbert and uh trevor noah during the pandemic a lot like i slowed down mm-hmm. watching them like af- you know afterwards but during it it was actually really nice like i enjoyed it and then the the from home stuff felt like weird but comforting somehow yeah like it was just very personal and um i don't know yeah where they kind of like let loose of it's almost like um classic take of night show yeah kind of you know where it's a little bit more unfiltered in a way that i enjoyed yeah like it just didn't have that sort of vibe that a lot of um, <coughs> Jimmy Fallon have. <laughs> Notice I didn't mention. <laughs> I okay, yeah, okay. If we're get, oh. I don't like Jimmy Fallon. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. And I like felt bad about it for a while because I'm just like, oh, he's just like being himself. But now I'm just like, is he being himself or is it like, like poser? But you know, like. I don't think it's a poser oh. thing. I think he he has become too formulaic of his own self. There you go. That's a good it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Cuz it's like it's like it's like he became self-aware of why people found him charming and funny and kept doing the same thing and because that's all he continued doing made basically kind of became a caricature of himself. Which yeah. is why I think a lot of people, at least, I, at least people who like watched Fallon, like when he was in SNL, I think that's why people that saw that don't like him now. Because I think that's kind of the common factor there. Because I'm noticed, I personally, I think I noticed where like people who watch Jim, uh, who watch um, him now, either are like only knowing him from his stuff now, or. I don't know. Honestly, that part, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just, like... For me, it's, like, I think just because, like, his humor is so... Don't want to say lowbrow, but it does feel, like, very, like, 20s humor instead of, like, a man in his mm. 40s. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And even when it was in his 20s, it was, like... <laughs> 
You know, oh my god, okay. But, like, have you ever seen the movie Taxi? Yes. <laughs> wait, which... Wait. I just immediately jumped to Taxi Driver. My bad. You're talking about the Queen Latifah one with him, right? Yeah. Have not, no. So... I don't I understand. Think I watched like ten minutes of it, and then I was like, "This movie is not for me." Yeah, I don't know um, why I watched it so much. It must have been for Queen Latifah, but I remember watching yeah. that a lot at some point when I was younger. And then now, like going back and trying to watch it, I'm like, "No, I can't. I really fucking I... can't." the one where she's like lovingly caressing the taxi at the very beginning and she's yeah. all like super excited because she's like yeah my taxi and then I'm just like Queen Latifah you are so much better than this movie already like I've only watched this little bit and I'm just like what the fuck yeah no very much <laughs> yeah okay yeah no oh, so good I didn't finish that was, a, that, was a, that was a DNF for me so did not finish what was it yeah. I think the last DNF I had was, um, oh God, what was that? That it was, uh, it was, it was a, a Muppet movie, but it was the rated R one. The, the, like the one that had Melissa, oh. um, yeah, I didn't even, I was actually very excited about that one. And then the reviews came in and I'm like, maybe I won't watch this one. So yeah, I never watched it. What the fuck was that one called? Uh, I'm going to have to look God. this up now. Cause, yeah, it, um, it had something to do with like crime, because it was it was yeah. like a buddy cop film. Hmm. Okay. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember the name, but it was a DNF for me because because I was in theater. Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. That's right. Yeah, it was a like <laughs> like I was watching it in theaters, and then uh the <laughs> there was a fire. <laughs> And the fire alarm got pulled, not in the theater that I was in, but in the oh, theater, okay. like not in the specific like one that I was in, but in the overall theater, like something had caught fire and the building started like the, the movie turned off and like, you know, the, the, the lights went off and they were like evacuating everybody. And like, you know, I, I walked out and I remember like watch being in the middle of the movie, the fire alarm happening and me being like. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't a willing walkout, but it was like, you know what? I don't feel that bad about it. Yeah. Um, there was, I can't remember what movie it was, but there was one time in the theater, like, the fire alarm in our theater went off. So it was like the one that's like right above the emergency exit door. Mm -hmm. But like, nobody was by the door. So it literally was just like, uh, um, what do you call it? Like, like a short, something like, like that. Like, oh, okay. Like a, oh yeah, like wire. an electrical short or something. Like, yeah. something like that. <laughs> like, so everyone's like sitting and we're all kind of like being like, what the hell are we supposed to do? And then this like fucking legend uh, comes up and just like grabs his jacket and is like just standing there, like puts his jacket like crumpled up over the door. So it at least muffles the sound. He's just <laughs> standing there with like his hands above the door, just on top of this, like with his head leaning back to like keep watching the movie. And we're all just like, "Bravo, yes, Yo. hero, hero." Yo. <laughs> management comes in and like, I think they used a key to like turn the alarm off. But we're all like, "Woo, yeah, hero!" 
<laughs> that's awesome. That's I you know what? We should all too. aspire to be that guy. We should. Yeah. So, but anywho, that was anywho. Welcome good back. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> good tangent to start off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. To another episode of Black Hole Tangents. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, did that one beat our record? No, it didn't. It didn't beat oh. our record, but that's because I kind of wanted to start it anyways. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we are we are at about uh, almost nine minutes since the SNL stuff started. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I mean, I'm I'm about to go on another tangent. Okay. Amazing. So welcome everybody um, back. Welcome. I hope you had a great day. I'm Christian. Uh, That's Barry. Hope, hope you enjoyed our first episode. Welcome <laughs> to episode two. And just buckle up because it's, it's a doozy I'm going to start off with here. So I mentioned this in D&D &D mm -hmm. on Sunday, how I wasn't going to make it to um, yeah. the other one because of shining yeah Bruh. oh my god yes and let me just tell you how bad this motherfucker was like oh my god okay. was it that bad i'm so glad that you're talking about this right now oh my god okay so so for for the uninitiated right benny benny recently went to go watch something what was the title of what you watched again <laughs> It was The Shining in opera form. In the it is some man out there in this world that thought The Shining as an opera going to be a fantastic, wonderful idea. <laughs> that was just going to be like the best thing ever. Just <laughs> kiss, wonderful. And... It, mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, no, no. Mm. Okay, so first off, clarification, I've literally only seen one opera in my life, and that was in grade school. Okay. Um, Don't even remember what the opera was, but I thought it was pretty cool because there's just a bunch of people singing in Italian, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but like... But damn, I like it. And yeah. They're very emotional, so like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> get to the theater. Okay. Um, and they do, like, their little introduction where they're like, thank you so much for joining in. We really appreciate you sticking with us. You know, we first started planning this in 2018 to release in November of 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen. So, we're all like, ooh, okay. Like, Yo. I <laughs> worked, like, two fucking years on this thing. Yeah. And then another, like year and a half yeah it's like okay cool release this so this has got to be great um oh no oh no and um so it starts off and they so production wise it was gorgeous so it starts off like they have like a very see-through screen that they're projecting like the mountains on and the road to like and then they start playing sort of the main theme mm -hmm. from the movie um then and then the family walks out. Um, first little Danny, mm -hmm. then uh Wendy and Jack. 
And so <laughs> they they start just they sing. So in case everybody knows opera, they just literally sing every lines. But these motherfuckers are singing in English. Okay. Um, okay. So it, so just FYI, like opera loses its magic if it's in like language you can understand. So I it feel. wasn't in Italian. <laughs> wasn't in Italian. No. I looked it up and I believe this was created by like some white dude in Minnesota. I didn't do too far of a deep dive. That was where they first played was in Minnesota, so I'm just assuming it's a white dude in Minnesota. Oh my um, god. <laughs> that made this creation. Um but anyway, so it's literally them just singing like, Oh look how beautiful this hotel is. Oh my god the overlook hotel, it's so beautiful. Like it's- Oh, Jack, I love you. I'm going to start again. Like, it's literally them just, like, singing these in operatic pitches. Um, is it really, like, he, is it really just normal conversation like that? Normal conversation. Oh, my God. Normal conversation. It's not even, like, it, written out in, like, song form? No, shit didn't even fucking rhyme, bro. You know... Oh my god, because... Wow. I'm of the thought that not all lyrics need to rhyme, but if you're not even... But that's the thing. If you're not going to rhyme your lyrics, you better know what you're doing. (laughs) And even when you do... Oh my god. (laughs) That means the the same dude that directed it and created it was the one that made the songs, right? Yes. Yes. Like, just... So, oh my god, we'll give them points for like trying to humanize Jack Torrance a little more to be like, look, see, he really was a loving dad. Like, Mm -hmm. he was, he made mistakes because, like, movie Jack Torrance, like, you're like, this dude's an asshole from the get go. Like, you don't trust that motherfucker. You're like, he's clearly gonna kill his family. Yeah. Surprise. Um,. So then they get to the hotel. Um, you meet Halloran. And it's okay, okay. I just. This poor man had such, like, great voice, but I feel bad for saying this, but this was, like, my first thought where I was like, was this the direction they gave him? Because they made him sing. Like that fucking guy from um God damn it, what's it called? The fucking Zippity Doodah song? Like, oh, what was that movie? Yeah. The band the movie. Song of the South? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. So like he has that very just like over the top, like friendly, like <laughs> Oh no. You need to say like Uncle Tom type for sport, which I'm just like, look, in the movie, he was just, he was very, like, like you can't help but compare it to the movie, obviously, because yeah. they were going for it. Yeah. But like, no, he was just very friendly, charismatic, whatever. But this one, he's just like, just, and it's opera, so everything's supposed to be over the top. But Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, it's literally <sighs> supposed to be over the top, but still, like, Yo. <laughs> so the other funniest 
freaking thing because so the hotel the the sets again were beautiful because they were very moving like the sets were moving so it kind of blended to like the creepiness and eeriness of mm-hmm. the hotel um and they did make it look like the original stanley hotel which i appreciated mm-hmm. but of the adults were singing sporadically whatever yeah you know? The kid that was playing Danny Torrance, mm-hmm. just talking. They didn't have him try to sing, which I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, I, I that's it. understandable. Yeah, like maybe there's some kids out there that can't do opera. Yeah. Um, I'm also like, you should have maybe at least give him like, yeah, something to sing. Like there's kids, there's kids out there that are so hella fucking talented. Yeah, like, like, why do I feel like that sounds like a specific casting choice? <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was just a super disconnect where he's just like talking to Halloran uh, as they're discussing The Shining, and Halloran's just <laughs> singing about you know they used to call it witchcraft, they used to call it psychic, whatever. But my mom, my grandma just called it the shining. And then he's like, I need you to scream as loud as you can at me. <laughs> it's just just how they like try to portray the shining, like on stage was was pretty bad because obviously again everything's over exaggerated with the opera. So like yeah. Danny <laughs> is like putting his hands to the side of his head yeah and then like the best way i can describe it is literally like um winding himself up for a pitch because he would like swirl his torso around oh my god around in a circle to then like zoom his head straight at halloran so it literally was like a wind up yeah it's like it's like he was using it's like he was like flailing like a like a like a hammer or something using his body. Or like you know, like a like a softball pitch, you know? Oh my like, god. Like that. Like but just like his whole upper torso just <laughs> and then um would do like a little scream. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a super loud scream, but it was like yeah. still a scream. And then they would do like a bright shine of light and then like Halloran would just like pretend to like catch like it looked like he was literally like catching the baseball mm-hmm. in his stomach bending <laughs> bending forward um but yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> the it's not even the worst part but like the creative choices but literally the first thing Halloran says when like he meets the family is he's like oh hey Danny okay guess what you're going to St. Petersburg with me let's go fishing come on like he obviously like with the shining knew like yeah shit's bad yeah and he's like protect this kid but I'm just like context you know yeah yeah just met you and you want to go to Florida (laughs) your little child like go with strange man to Florida like this sounds uh, Dateliney. Very much so. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Um, and obviously, like, so everyone knows, I haven't read the book. I'm really just going based off movie. the movie. Got you. Um, I haven't read the book either. <laughs> so it's just like, 
they don't really show that many ghosts, which I thought a weird choice because I just would assume like you would have yeah. random people walking around backstage. Maybe like the family doesn't notice them yet, just so it's like yeah showing that the like they're always there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. It was just, oh my god, it was so bad. Like, the first, like, quote-unquote ghost you see was, like, Jack Torrance's dad. Uh He was just like, hey, Jackie boy. uh, I was a drunkard to you and your mom, Jackie boy. And I'm like, oh my god. Why does this sound, why does this sound only marginally, or not even only, why does this sound marginally worse than like the whole day man thing in Always Sunny. I would have watched a full length opera about them over <laughs> this ever again. So, so it's well, just, oh my. So it sounds like your comprehensive review is going to be low on the score. It's we left it in our mission because we just couldn't. Yo, so you didn't even finish it. We didn't even finish. We could not. And so the worst part for me was they were trying, obviously, like, trying to build up the tension, like, a couple of times show Danny, like, walking by room 217. Yeah. Um, because that's the Stanley Hotel haunted room, not the 237 from the movie. Um, but, um, you know, they're, like, building it up and everything. And, again, like, set design, awesome. They would sometimes do, like, projections on the wall. So, like, one time, like, Jack finds um, a book about, like, all the horrible things that happened in the hotel. So he's, like, reading about it. So they're doing, like ghosty shadow projections got you recreating everything he's so reading like, which i thought set design like, wise it was fine it yeah, was good yeah. uh everything else is just terrible <laughs> um so they finally like pull the plug and mm-hmm. they it's like getting towards like quote unquote like the climax of uh part one or the first half whatever yeah. um so danny walks in to Two one seven, mm-hmm. and of course it's going to be the infamous um, naked lady mm-hmm. in the bathtub right. scene. Um, so they did a really cool job to like show him walking through the door, and then like the wall like moves to the side, so then you could kind of just see the full bathroom like Got you. set like move, so you can see the bathtub and mm-hmm. everything. Curtains drawn. Um, and so they do a little lighting effect, which it looks like there's a woman in the shower. Like, you can see her shadow, and so it just looks yeah. like she's showering. So Danny's obviously right. freaked out. Opens the curtain. Nobody's there. And you're like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, as he's, like, kind of, like, got his arm up with the curtain, like, an arm reaches out and grabs him. And mm-hmm. so it, like, is kind of genuine. Like, ooh, that's cool and creepy. Yeah. Then they immediately ruin it. <laughs> woman, woman that grabs him, leans forward, screaming, but they they put her in a fat suit with like the floppiest tits ever. Like these things, what like, were <laughs> flinging 
around <laughs> and literally smacked the kid in the face, and the <gasps> audience laughed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, goes to dark, moves to like a different scene, like like obviously yeah. not planned. Not planned. Like I think they didn't understand just how um the floppy them titties were. Floppy and droopy them boobs were. And so <laughs> my friend Audrey, who I had gone with, we were just cracking up because we were like, Oh yes. Anne's truest fear. A woman with old saggy tits. Just You know, it's so funny because even like so <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to uh, Oz the other day about um uh like Stephen King's writing of women <laughs> because I wasn't aware of this Tumblr thing that's like uh her breasts bobbed boobily or some <laughs> shit like that and then like Oz went on to show me examples of like every like it's basically how he writes every single female character in every fucking novel. Yeah. And it's like, yo, it's very obvious how you fucking view women. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. Like, what um, the fuck? It, oh, God. So, that, I was like, I don't That's know. That's insanely it, funny, but so bad. So bad. Like, I feel very I, bad for that kid. He does not so, deserve yeah. that. <laughs> no. But, like, I, like, had, like, a, a spectrum of what I was hoping for with this, where I'm like, okay, I hope to at least be blown away. Like, it's just so amazing. I'm like, holy shit, they pulled off doing The Shining as yeah. an opera. Or I'm like, it's just so bad, it's good. Like, this was, it's so bad, it's bad. <laughs> so bad, it's bad, because it was also just so boring. Like, Ooh, ouch. they weren't really showing the ghosts. They yeah. weren't getting to it yet. So I think we were like, yeah, they're probably going to show it a hell of a lot more like in the second half. But that. But do we want to like, wait to see? Right. Because so after the um, uh, boobs boobling, um, <laughs> they uh, to like Jack who mm -hmm. is obviously starting to crack. Um, ghosts are getting to his head. Um, so he destroys, like, the communication radio after it was like, oh, there's a heavy blizzard coming in. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, Wendy's like, oh, my God, that was our only means of communication. <laughs> and, um, oh, my God. They have an argument, and then it's like that stupid, like, tropey thing where they're like oh, where's Danny it's like 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 yeah um like yo did y'all like, just think of that <laughs> hey I thought he was with you it's like I'm right in front of you you fucking dipshit like, yeah <laughs> like, um, like are you blind <laughs> yeah and then like and then of course like like oh my god Danny and he comes like Sneaking in to the room, mm -hmm. like the door opens and he's like just like falling in and having like seizure mm -hmm. um type 
thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Wendy just like immediately is blaming Jack because obviously of like the previous um, time he broke his arm. Which yeah. On one hand, I'm like understandable, but on the other, I'm just like, ever. Uh, but he just used that a lot. Yeah. The, like this was like the third time she had accused him of it in this hour mm-hmm. that we were watching it. So it's just like not diminishing like domestic if, abuse. I'm just saying it was like it just felt. Yeah, it's like it's like it felt very contrived on like the parts of the movie that they were trying to replicate. Yeah, like like li- like doing all of the flash, none of the nuance or build up. Got you. Um, yeah. It's like. So then, go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just gonna say, it just sounds like, based on what you're describing, it sounds very much like, they are assuming way too hard about how familiar the audience is with the source material, and yes. they're kind of banking on that, in a way where they're like, this is good if you know it as well as we do, but at the same time they're not representing it well in general, let alone for a wider audience to, like, consume in a different format. It feels like... It sounds like they were trying so hard on figuring out how to show the movie in an opera format that they forgot to understand that you can't just take a TV play, you can't take a TV script or a movie script and turn it into an opera without thinking about how it would fit as an opera before trying to just focus on how to represent it. 100%. 100%. Um, At least that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, so I think this was like meant to be like sort of that um, final breaking point for mm-hmm. Jack where he's just like, you accused me of this one too many times and I'm <laughs> Tired of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. God damn it, Benny. <laughs> I'm so happy that's where both of our minds went for that. <laughs> oh, so then, like. What it goes to is sort of the, yeah, again, the climax of Act One. Yeah. Um, Jack just leaves the room. So, like, there is Wendy holding their convulsing child. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> All right, dope, I'm he, out. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you, peace out. Um, and he leaves and um, he's singing a song. So, like, singing in English, so obviously you can understand what he's saying, but, like, a lot of, like, this place had, um, like, screens up that Mm -hmm. show, like, subtitles, so you can, if you There's accessibility, yeah. You are watching an opera in Italian, you know, they have subtitles for you. Um, so, you know, he's singing about, like, how angry he is and whatnot, and then this is when all of the ghosts now start coming out. So there is like 40 fucking people like all coming out on stage at once. They are all singing. 
but I have absolutely no idea what they are singing. I cannot understand what they are singing, and they do not, they stop doing subtitles for this part for some reason. So I don't know if it's like they're all singing different lines, and that's why they can't do it, and that's also why I can't understand what the fuck they're saying, because it's just noise. Yeah. But, so I have no idea what's going on in this, but like there is just a bunch of dead people on stage singing and then Jack is just standing there in the middle like sort of just like his arms out looking up and not doing anything <laughs> and then like why does this sound like a why does this sound like a joke why does this sound like I, why does it literally sound God. like something out of the office like to God, it was um and so they're now kind of like somewhat like all of these ghosts are in the background doing all this weird shit. So like some are kind of like recreating their infamous scenes. Mm -hmm. So like you see Delbert Grady like murdering his wife and children. Mm. Except like he's just shooting them. I don't know if in the book he shot them versus like in the movie with like axe that yeah. they implied. That's a very interesting choice to be like, hey, this is the one we're going to show. Right. Like, here's all the things um, we don't show, but we're going to show this. <laughs> because they don't ever have the twins interact with Danny, which I think is far more iconic than, like... I was going to ask! Boobly lady. Yeah, like... Grabbing his arm. Yo. Don't have that. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Does bring me back to the lady that boobled too close to the sun <laughs> um, because she was she was back on the stage and she had like one of those um, the murder robes on you know where they're like the see through fabric with like the feathers the murder robes the oh my god yeah. I know what you're talking no. about like, now. Yeah. Yeah. so she has that on but she also still has the, the fat suit on mm -hmm. so she's running around jumping and twirling and obviously the Bob's bounce boobling. They're just <laughs> yep. boobling all over, all over the stage. And I'm just like, I don't like know what to pay attention to the most on this screen. Like they made us wear our masks, but like Audrey and I just like kept looking at each other. So we couldn't see each other's facial expressions, but we could just like yeah. get the dead in our eyes. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Like yeah, like there is even it's so funny because people talk about like not being able to see the full facial expression with the masks, and it's like yeah, you totally, you totally can't. Uh, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that you can exactly not tell, especially if hey. you're looking at the eyes, because mm -hmm. the eyes are super expressive mm -hmm. too. <laughs> windows to the soul, and both of ours were dead that night. <laughs> Those oh. windows were shut. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, then they um. They dropped the curtain. People, like, they they did the applause. I feel like it was sort of, like, um, pity. A pity applause. <laughs> Just like, uh... Applause, <laughs> if you will, where they're like, yay. Yay. It's over. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... And then at intermission, you guys were like, fuck it. <laughs> We're just like we can't audrey's like i she's like if i had more courage she's like i would have walked out after 
didn't even have DNA say red rum. They just had red rum like superimposed on the screen for a little bit. Wow. And that was I'm like, how the fuck are you not gonna have Danny not say yeah. red rum? He didn't even do like weird, stupid little finger thing. Like talk about like I can't even remember what like <laughs> fucking dude's name was, like his finger friend, whatever the hell yeah. his name was. I'm blanking on it right now. But like he didn't do the weird voice. Yeah. It's like they did like it's like they tried to hit the parts of the movie that they wanted, but they didn't do it and they didn't pay attention to like it's like you either go in all, all in or you don't. Right. Like and it sounds like someone it sounds like they really were just making like the parts of the movie they liked the most. Yeah. Yeah. Like to one individual taste. Mhm. Mhm. It just, God, it was just, it was so bad. But like Audrey and I are just like, we kept kind of just like having our hands over our face where we're just like, what? We're like whispering to each other and kind of like just cracking jokes because we're like, this shit is just so fucking bad because it's just so hysterical to see these two parents singing operatically and then singing to their child who then is just like, oh, this is great. I love this place after they were like how are you today it's like i'm good (laughs) why does that feel like the one normal person in like disney movies (laughs) but like in a bad way (laughs) yeah yeah it's like mirabelle where it's just like it's just like like everyone else is dancing and stuff and it's like well mirabelle dances too but like it's like that thing of like yeah, it's just that contrast. That contrast is fucking yeah. stark. Yeah. It's like, um... The fucking, what was it? Um, the birthday party scene with Yzma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone else is so high energy. And she's yeah. just like... It's like everyone else is high energy, and then it, like, fully switches when they're, like, in their house. And it's like the kids that are just like, well, which is it? Like, are you gonna break the door down or are you, like, like? <laughs> I don't just, know. Oh God, it was just, it was so bad. It was so bad. So then the intermission was gonna be thirty minutes, <laughs> and then we had an act two and an epilogue afterwards. And Yo, like, no, no, uh-uh. yeah, mm-hmm. no. Did you see anybody mm-hmm. else leaving at intermission? Oh yeah. Oh no! And a bunch of people left, and so they were. I still. I tried to wash it off, but there's still like a fucking star stamp <laughs> on my hand because they were like, "Oh, to come back in," and we're like, <laughs> "Thank you." It's like they're like, "Ha ha ha!" Thank you, and they see you immediately walk to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just like. I kind of like wanted to stay a little longer just to see how empty it was gonna be. But like, would that have been worth it? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because I would have been fucking stuck in there. Like, so I guess my question then would be: overall, was it worth it? Like in a twisted sense, or just no? This was just no. No. Absolutely not. Like. <laughs> In case anyone is curious or they ever see this, like... Oh, God. 
around, um, do it. Just, <laughs> just don't. Just don't do it. It's, well, that is... It's just not worth it. Legitimately, that is... That's crazy. I've never, I've never heard that. Like, I've heard of them being bad. I've heard of stuff being bad, obviously, but I've never... Yeah, that's, that's, wow. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Yeah. I love and how... Just... Huh? Like, I was just gonna say, like, you know, writing things, like, you go through a lot of edits. You mm -hmm. do tweaks. You... Yeah. Two Get years feedback. plus two more. <laughs> this, this is what you came up with after those tweaks. Like yo, mm. like <laughs> mm. I'm. I'm just wondering. Like, was there a salvageable, like opera or musical underneath it? Like. Can like can you tell if maybe like it could have been something good and they just overdid it, or like, or was it just always or was it that sense of like the entire thing is misplanned in a very fundamental way? See, that's a great question because Audrey and I have a whole discussion about that after we left because we were like, okay, it admittedly interesting concept, shining mm -hmm. opera. But like absolutely the wrong format. Musical, I even hesitate to say like would make a good musical because mm -hmm. I feel subject matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feel like if it was in the right hands, it could possibly work. Mm -hmm. You know, could like it be the next Sweeney Todd. <laughs> right, like there are some. Fun, like horror-ish um, musicals out there. I mean, like I didn't think like a Beetlejuice musical was gonna be like fun and entertaining, but that shit kind of slaps. Those songs slap. Um, Yo, the Shrek musical was around for a while. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like it would work, but I definitely think it would probably be much better as a play just because it is such like psychological mm, movie mm -hmm. you know oh it just sort of like for me personally i feel like it takes a little bit of the the scariness out of something if someone's singing about it you yeah. know because like sweeney todd wasn't really scary it was very like tongue-in-cheek creepy yeah but like you're also kind of laughing at these people getting murdered because it is kind of over the top when you're watching this on stage yeah that's um, true but like like i just don't know how anything could be menacing singing <laughs> like if jack torrance was singing about like fighting his demons it's like it's um, like if they had taken like the it's like if they had made an aliens opera where, like, it wouldn't be the same if Ridley was, like, going through the corridors, like, fully singing. <laughs> Don't let him in. Don't let him in. Like. Yeah. <laughs> just. Oh, my God. Now I'm just, now I'm thinking about it. Like, protocols. Like, protocol says, Don't let him in. Don't let him in. <laughs> 
dun, 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 and the, like every time the aliens like smacking on the door. See, because then, even like, then it could work. Okay, now I take that back. Actually, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> okay, well, you know, jump on another thing. I okay. So this is again jumping to different tangent because this is what we do on Black Hole Tangents. Oh, yeah. But earlier in the day, uh, the joke you shared about Jedi's. Oh yeah, it, I shared a joke in the chat about uh, about how like George Lucas had officially said that Jedi's um, were never were never sworn to be celibate. They were only sworn to not have attachments. And then like the first the first comment about that was just like imagine clapping cheeks and turning to Shadi afterwards and being like I love you and looking back and saying well may the force be with you because I won't. Because I won't. Be. <laughs> And then we just sort of went on, like, up that fun little tangent of yeah. just, like, great little clapbacks of imagining, like, give, like, Jedi's giving wrong numbers. Oh, yeah, Jedi's giving wrong numbers to Jabba, or, like, well, oh, God, what was the thing I, now I, now I want to look yeah. at what I put, because I put some jokes in there. Yes. Oh, yeah, you like, had, you had put, what was it? Yeah, you had put, sorry, my code is only about the boink and slide. <laughs> <laughs> the force is my guide is guided outside <laughs> I'm one with the force and the force is what it was passes their um, hand over their face you will not remember to call me <laughs> but, oh, but then but then I mean like I started thinking about just how hysterical this whole backstory would be mm -hmm. and then I'm like oh my god what if this Jedi just like um you know the play into, a Jedi um like they meet at a jizz bar, you know, because like that's what jazz is called in yeah. Star Wars. It's yeah, jizz. it's a jizz so bar. They meet, at a, they meet at a jizz bar. That and they connect over drinks. It's like they connect over drinks. You know, it's a good night. They they hook up. Jamming, yeah, jamming to the jizz. Um, they jizz in the night away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are not very mature here. <laughs> Our humor has regressed. But the like, but like, imagine it's like, imagine it's like you, a Jedi picks up a chick at a jizz bar, and then, and then literally is like, is like, I love you, a. You know, this was just a jizz and go, all right. Hey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm no. so, I'm so sorry. It's like, can I, can I call you? Ah. You know, I don't got a communicator. They don't let me keep that on me back at the Jedi Temple. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like the the six G towers aren't like Damn. around the temple. Like we, mm, you know, they they make us put are... they make us put our communicators in a Faraday cage before meditating. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> they actually make us destroy our communicators with our lightsaber to complete. Mm -hmm. The ritual of becoming a Jedi. I'm, it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. It's like, maybe you can come to the graduation. When's that? What? Taking off in the speeder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> Look me up if you're ever in Cloud City. Call you. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's just like the meme of like, uh, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan like, like why am I why, <laughs> yeah in the speeder thing yeah like during the back <laughs> I just I love the just, I love the idea of like like a Padawan trying to pick up like he's a Jedi Knight 
and then being being like being like, hey, so yeah, I'm totally a Jedi Knight. It's like I heard Jedi Knights uh, don't have the like Padawan tail anymore. Oh yeah, no, my ceremony's you know tomorrow. That I'm I'm practically a Jedi Knight already. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a big to do to cut this off. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I personally I. I didn't. I elected to not cut it off and to just grow the rest of my hair around it and undo this so that way it could fill. Um, so you know, I wanted to grow my hair out, so I just figured I already got a jump start on it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's also like it's kind of retro. I'm sort of bring that back, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> hey, you like sand? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, uh, it gets around and it's you yeah. know pretty fine, such as yourself. <laughs> oh, my name, my name's Kenny In. Because I could beach myself on you right now. Oh. <laughs> it's like, damn. It's like you remind me of the beach. I just want to lay out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god you could tan this hide anytime as <laughs> <laughs> like, hey you want me to show you what I did on that boo <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> oh, oh god man. why does that make me think like what would pickup lines be like in other universes? Like, what would Star Trek pickup lines be like that? Like, oh yeah, I'm totally graduating Star Command. I'm I'm totally gonna uh, Star Command Starfleet. <laughs> I'm thinking Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I, like, now I'm like trying to think because I'm just like I'm blanking on. It'd be like what? Oh. Did would William Shatner even say anything, or would he just like smolder at them and go in for the kiss? I'm, I'm picturing so Chris Pine. Them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm picturing Chris Pine. <laughs> oh. And yes. <laughs> Did they ever show him like? They show him people because I remember like we get the first intro with him like it's after he had sex with the green chick. Yeah, and then after that he fully dedicates his life to Starfleet like a you know like a responsible yeah. adult. No, I'm just saying. And he creepily. Uh... Then he creeps on Uhura. Wait, no, uh, um, is it Alice? Was that her name? Where she's like, turn around, and then she's like, yes, flaunting her. Yeah, that, yes, okay, I do remember that. That tracks. And I just remembered, I was like, oh, wait, no, Kirk didn't have a thing for Ahura in this one. That was, that was Spock and Ahura in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it yeah. Uhura or Uhura? I, I don't want to, you know, offend. I think it's Uhura, but. I don't know. I was a Voyager person. <laughs> it's also been a long time since I've seen Star Trek. So any Star Trek fans out there, please forgive us for not. You know, that was one of those about Star Trek. That was one of those like kind of tangenting back to last episode. That was one of those comfort shows that I had like when I was younger, because that was one mm -hmm. of those things that I remember very much watching with my dad a lot, like a lot of the Star Trek stuff. A lot of sci-fi yeah. stuff in general, but a lot of Star Trek. Like, I think I started watching Star Trek with him when Voyager was out, and then we retroactively watched the other ones, and then kind of, like, have always paid attention to them after. But, um, 
but actively kind of like weirdly we've passively always bonded over star trek but we've never directly been like hey let's let's go watch star trek together yeah yeah because i remember growing up with um next generation next generation's good one. yeah um yeah that was also a long time ago so in a galaxy far, far away. Oh no! Far, far away. <gasps> <laughs> oh God! Someone's gonna, you know, come, come kill me now because oh God, how dare I? Feel I feel a disturbance in the Kelvin timeline. <laughs> 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 oh God! <laughs> oh God! That's really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, I remember, I remember like watching Nemesis with my dad, and oh fuck, like, (laughs) 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 yeah, I remember watching Nemesis with my dad, and that Tom Hardy, yeah, right, (laughs) right, that was all with Tom Hardy. Yeah, he was like clone Picard. Wait, yeah, right. Uh, no, wait. Well, what? I'm gonna Google it. No, hold on. That does that doesn't seem right. Who played Who played the Romulan in the newer one? Was that Eric Bana? Was. <laughs> I don't. I can't keep um... Star Trek timelines honestly in in the straight. I I honestly I don't know them well enough. It's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Nemesis. Yeah. Damn, baby, baby Tom Hardy. He was a clone. Was he clone? He was a clone of Picard, right? I think so, right? I think that was. That sounds right. It's been years since I've watched it. Yeah, but it's one of those that I very much like. It's one of the few Star Trek movies I remember watching, just in general. Mm. Just because, for some reason, I just remember a lot of emotion over that one. (laughs) Yeah, I have vague memories of watching. even remember what the fucking title of it was but it was the one where like the movie where Picard and uh Jatner mm-hmm. uh, meet and um which yeah what the fuck was that one um which one was that one like Malcolm McDowell was the villain I remember that was that the one where they where they're all in like their captain epaulets and shit is that... Think so? Yeah, that's like... Where, like spoiler alert! Oh, Kirk dies. The, the end. Spoiler yeah. Alert. I mean, isn't that like where the famous Khan thing comes out? Mm. That was Wrath of Khan two, Star Trek two. Oh, duh. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh my god. Uh, okay, for anybody that likes Star Trek and likes absurdist comedy, um. Uh, if you haven't checked out Red Shirts, which is a, a book, or and an audiobook, I think it's only like an eight-hour audiobook, but um, but it is a great um book about basically it's like a satirical take on the idea of like just take the idea of like how they like calculating how many crew members died, <gasps> like how many crew okay. members died in space, like if it were an actual navy that ship would have been decommissioned. Dude. 
and that and like take that as the idea of the premise for the book and it is from the perspective of a red shirt engineer that works in the lower decks and is and is very and is like becoming aware of like how the fuck is this like it's kind of like that thing of like where if star trek existed but only one person questions it and has a like human brain Okay. And yeah. it's like, like, why is it like you? It's like that thing of like, you never want to be on the bridge because people who are on the bridge die. I don't understand how all of the like bridge crew somehow lives and survives through all of these different things, all of these battles. I don't understand why the space command, like Starfleet command, hasn't like decommissioned this ship and has somehow let hundreds of other people die on this ship constantly over months, <laughs> like shit like that. <laughs> they ever do like a death tally for the movies because i feel like hundreds if not thousands yeah it's 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 heavy losses it's one of those things where it's just like it it, like when you actually calculate it it is such heavy losses but it's not about just that the point is it's like it's about that character becoming self-aware of that shit and then Mm -hmm. it be at a certain point it becomes extremely meta commentary on itself and the state of star trek as a series like meta commentary okay like like just think of it like what if what would it be like if star trek characters ever understood that they were on star trek okay that sounds pretty funny actually sounds really good i speaking of i absolutely recommend if you haven't listened to it yet it's this podcast called mission to zix Mm -hmm. Mm z-y-x-x um and it's an improv comedy podcast mm-hmm. about like spacefaring hero like heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's just hysterical. Like you've got like the main like dude that's just such a putz, you know, <laughs> and like everyone treats him like a putz. Yeah. Like um <laughs> there's yeah, just like so many great characters like the ship talks and has a personality because in this universe all ships talk oh that's like, great i love when the ships yeah. have personality uh it's just oh my god it's absolutely hysterical <laughs> um so yeah mission to zix listen okay. to it i'll check it's that so one out. enjoyable um <laughs> you also reminded me of like just mentioning this book because i was like oh yeah you'd asked that great question um last week about like things we want to like kind of give up oh yeah yeah like what we had talked about like what would be something that what would be something that you could give up that you don't know what it was specifically what is something that you don't want to give up but you know would be better for you if you did I think that's what it was. Yeah. So, like, definitely think, like, I have, like, that stupid, like, perfectionism thing for me. Like, everyone else, they're like, oh, I fucked up. Or, like, oh, I made this, but, like, I fucked up here. And I'm like, bitch, shut up. This is gorgeous. Like, you're dumb. But I'm, like, the exact same way I'll make something. And I'm like, here you go. It's garbage because I messed up in this one little section. And they're like, never would have noticed that. But okay. Yeah. Like, ever yeah like, oh i'm uh-huh. terrible shut up i suck <laughs> oh, oh baby. <laughs> i very much relate to that level of anxiety <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> I'm just like, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Like, we all make mistakes. It's all human. You're fine. Like, yeah. please don't stress about it. And I'm just like, no, I'm terrible. I'm I'm horrible. Why do I even bother doing anything? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, um, God. So, yes, absolutely would love to give that up. But um, today mm-hmm. I was, like, getting some books in order mm-hmm. and then I was like um maybe I should get rid of this like physical need to have things cuz I like I love video games but I really love like buying video games like having it yeah like, books, like having it like I still love reading um and I love just being able to turn the pages but I have no fucking space in my tiny ass apartment Yo. so like my bookshelves are filled and I now have like stacks of books like on the sides of my bookshelves and like I have just stacks of games and I'm like I can literally download games and I have downloaded games but there's also still like a weird like lizard brain part of me that I'm just like no I get that need, I need touchy things no like, I fully get that I need to hold on to it and I'm just like I could yeah, it's it's good feel. That's like that's literally stim. <laughs> yeah. That's literally stim yeah. stuff, yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah, that's man, I, I have such a need to like collect every book that I find. And yes. it's like it's one of those things where it's just like I was helping I was helping my landlady clean uh, clean out like her house and stuff, right? And um I'm 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 gonna be moving this uh, within this next month into the new place and I'm gonna have more space which means I'm going to have space for a fucking bookshelf. And yes. it, and it's one of those things where I'm like, yes, I can put books on it. But I was helping my landlady clean out some stuff, and she basically pulled out, like, two huge boxes of books that her mom <gasps> used to have. And it's, like, all books, and I swear to God, every book, I did not see one older than 1987, and I did not see one... I'm sorry, not not older. Any newer one than 1987 and the oldest ones that I was finding were from uh, 1948 <gasps> it's a fucking treasure trove so I pulled out a shit ton of books I have multiple editions of the American oh. book now from like just... different years and like she was so, because her mom right my, my landlady her mom my original landlady she died at 115 I'm sorry, uh, uh, not 15, sorry, 105. She passed away in, like, 20, 2017. And she was... Uh, she, uh No, not 2017. She passed away in 2019. That's what it was. Because she was born in 1914. She was born when the First World War started. Damn. And um, her whole life, she's lived in this city. Or not, not in the city, but, like her entire adult life she's lived in my city and on this property she built these houses and stuff so like her mail has always been sent here so she literally has magazines from the 50s like from like the science magazines and stuff like that from what they thought like new exciting things like the like older older readers digests that still had all that stuff she had like like she was signed up to like all these different like religious stuff that like things that don't exist anymore like like all the, it's like a slice in time and it's like crap like I can't believe I'm throwing out so much of this but my landlady at least is like hey anything you see you can keep 
and I'm like trying my wow. best. I'm trying my goddamn hardest to not keep everything and critically be like, okay, I can only keep so much. Oh. But I'm like, I know my lizard brain is like, I know I have room in that house. No, like I, I want them. <laughs> Like, I would love to read like a fucking Reader's Digest from 1945 because I would be like, what the fuck was going on? What the hell were they exactly about right? Right. My dad's like, why are you keeping that? I'm like, because it's history and it like it shows like what they used to care about and think about back in the day, even though technically it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. But like, oh, my God, like when you see those like vintage advertisements mm -hmm. and you're just like someone okayed this. Like, yeah, yeah, it was okay back in that day. But like, like I, I have it's fucking funny, like. Of all the things, like, there is so much stuff that she gave me. And I'm like, I can't believe that you're giving me this. And a lot of the stuff that she gave me, I was like, legitimately, I, I, I when I found out what it, like, exactly the values and stuff, I'm like, like, you should keep this or sell this. And she's like, no, I want you to have it because I know you appreciate it and you actually know what it is. So, um, so somehow from that my landlady because she she's always been into technology like when i like i i talked to her right like when she was when she passed away right i was in the middle of teaching her how to use tablets oh like like she but she was that old and using tech and she knew how to like she had a facebook and i showed her how to like get in contact with her grandkids and shit like that and she like knew how to play cards on her computer and stuff like that. You know, basic stuff that most everybody does, but like to 105 year old women, holy shit. Like she used to tell me about like when she lived in Colorado Springs back before it was a city. And um, like how her dad was a, was um, like, an, like not an electrician, but like part of his like job was to get on their horse every morning and go out to the power plant and turn off the lights. Sorry, who's what cat is that? Oh, outside. I was hoping <laughs> I was hoping you couldn't hear the cats, but yes, there's cats outside. <laughs> I was like, did you get a cat? And you no. didn't tell me. No, like... those are the cats outside. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> they're 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 freaking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There, there's a colony of cats. Some, some mute music for them, <laughs> right? There, there's a there, there. Maybe I should play some cat Stevens. Um, there's <laughs> a there's a colony of cats that live outside my house that I feed, because my landlady used to feed them, and one of her only things literally was keep feeding these cats, please. So Aww. I, so I feed the cats. <laughs> like yeah so i feed the colony of cats it's like all right so there's like seven outside that live out, out there um one of them the like leader or whatever i call i call uh i named him frankie before i knew it was a boy because i was like all right that's that's a name that works for both i don't know which one so frankie works <laughs> um uh and yeah like that one that one is now like on the level of like will let me pet it and come up to me like to give it pets before i leave the food out and stuff and that's a fucking stray cat outside so i'm like you know what i'm okay i'm happy about yeah that. you know what i mean like um, like this colony gets me this colony at the very least no longer just immediately runs from me and shit it's one of those things mm -hmm. where it's just like okay they know i live here <laughs> and either way i feed them because honestly otherwise i would have mouse problems i would have mice problems like they like oh. we used to have them here mm -hmm. and then the cats started coming around and ever since then we don't have mice so it's like you know what i'd rather fucking feed the cats anyways it's a symbiotic thing so and they help keep down the fucking 
possum and raccoon um, population that's also here too because I have both of those and those cats help. <laughs> oh my god. I still remember this one when we were living in uh, California. Mm-hmm. So we had like um, sort of one of those like uh, cinder block uh, backyard walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it has, you know, like cinder blocks on top that are like put on their sides so they're a little just bit wider than the rest of the wall itself. Yeah. So it's like a good ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we'd have like raccoons and possums just climbing up and running mm-hmm. back there gotcha. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just remember there was one time my mom was just so just fed up with them that she like grabbed the shovel from the backyard because mm-hmm. like there was just one that was just sitting on the wall and she's like get out of here and she just swings back and just hits the possum and you just see its body go like full up like its hands are up in the air almost like it's like Jesus take the wheel <laughs> <laughs> oh no and it just like lunches back and we're just like I don't even know how old I was but I was pretty traumatized because I actually I genuinely felt bad for possum yeah. I was like oh my god no but it was, it was playing also dead. really fucking funny like, <laughs> the sound I can only imagine the sound oh my god it like because the it bung. did the whole like freezing thing like when she came up yeah so it was sort of just like staring at her and then yeah she just like bonk swung back and just yeah knocked it out of the park basically Um, yeah i was surprised at yo okay (laughs) i know this is the tangent podcast but i feel like we tangented off of like half of a point (laughs) we tangent we tangented too close to the sun (laughs) it's okay it's okay um what were we talking about before possums Cats. Oh, what yes. was I? What were we talking about before? What were we? Cats? Books. You started with books. It was books, and then it was. Um, because we were talking about things we like, give up. Right. We don't want to, but we. Right. Should. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh so. right! No, you're right. It was the books thing. It was the thing in the house. Right. I was talking about the fucking... Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. I think... I just want... This is uh, what it's, happens with tangents. Because like, yeah. once we start like going off on another one, we sort of forget what started the whole thing. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I know I was just talking it. something about books in my house. And yeah, no. So going, I guess, back to the topic of uh, things we, could, we should give up. <laughs> I, was, yes. I, was thinking, I was thinking a lot about that this week, too. And it's like, I feel like a, I feel like a lot of the things that I w- should give up are all things that help me cope. <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same, it's like when I really think about it, I think one of the things I should just give up, honestly, is video games. But at the same time, it's that thing of like. I absolutely still always love it and I do I get that what you mean of like I have the games I have the books but like at the same time I think about it like I remember when I was younger and how much I used to play and that was 
also affected by the fact that I was a homeschool kid and the fact that like yeah no I've just constantly been at home so I've always had like that opportunity to but ever since it's like I've gotten older and then you know with college and stuff like that it had to slow down because it's like yeah I just straight up don't have the time and now it feels like one of those things like for example Elden Ring recently like I absolutely love it and I really do want to play it and all I want to do is play it but it's like I can barely find time to play it and it's one of those things where it's just like is it is it better for me to just be like realistic and just be like damn I'll play a game when I have a chance to but not really like put my finances to video games that I quote unquote want anymore because I know I'm not going to have time to play them (laughs) yeah like I bought Hyperpunk 2077 because I was, like, so excited for that game, and it's still in the goddamn shrink wrap. Yep. I think I've... I I love... Again, I love Cyberpunk. I think I've only played, like, seven, eight hours. I was very excited to play, but then I'm, like, hearing all the stuff where people are, like, look, it's kind of broken, like, it's doing all this shit, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna wait for, like, the patch, and then waiting turned into year and then it turned into fuck it (laughs) two years like yeah it just so now it's just sort of sitting there collecting dust yeah just cat hair that's interesting like you hello oh hello the uh unofficial unofficial third member here (laughs) yes she always has to come in and just sit in front of me. This is what she does even when I'm, like, working from home. <laughs> She'll just, like, sit here and I'll just have to, like, put my arms around her to, like, <laughs> type on the keyboard. But then she's like, no, pay attention to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, dear. It's like, why are your hands all over Fling, an inanimate object right. when they could be giving me pets? Fling your cat hair all over the place. Like, it isn't already <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Oh. This house, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. Was yes, there? Judy. Is there a question that you want to posit for next week? Oh, yes. Um, I actually didn't think about it. So hold on, I'm gonna have to cheat and go to. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, we have we have quite a few. I think that we could. We do. Um, when are the Oscars? I can't remember. <laughs> That's a good question. Feel- I'm going to literally type in, when are the Oscars 2022? There we go. Uh, it is slated to be, oh shit, uh, this month, March 27th. March 27th. Okay, so we can save that question. Actually, we probably could. The Oscars. Um. So, are the Oscars outdated and pointless, right? Yeah. Do you want to do that one? Because we could totally do that one next week if we, you want. We actually probably should. Yeah, either we should do that one next week or the one after. Well, we've already said it. We've literally already said it. We've already said it. So, we're going. We're committing yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. that's a good one. That's I think that's a good one to leave on. So, are the yeah. Oscars outdated and pointless? And um, I guess I in... I would love to immediately answer this question right now, but I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to save it. 
I'm but save I, it. either way, that gives us a good a good uh, a good little bit of time to uh, to go ahead and come up with our answers. So yeah, so yeah. I would just like maps to... <laughs> could be a tangent, my friends. And that is a tangent. Uh, thank you, everyone, again for listening to this episode of Black Hole Tangents. Thank you for coming and sticking around uh, through our craziness. <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed this and are hopefully enjoying this format. Um, again, if you want to get in touch with uh, either Benny or I, please hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook uh, at Black Hole Tangents. Give us your questions. Give us uh, any any feedback you want on the show. Any uh, anything you want us to talk about. And uh, we'll probably remember where can play Jack a doll boy. 